in between interviews, little pop-up shop podcast episode. Not an emergency podcast. But by, by no means are we doing this because we had an issue with our episode release tomorrow. No, not us. No. Never. Pro- an, an off-the-dome, literally an off-the-dome podcast. Yeah, there's nothing lined up. Mm-hmm. Straight up raw content. Talk about what's on, what's I mean, on our mind. It's, for the o- week. it's always raw content, but we do we do have a little prep, like mm-hmm. a few current events. You got to read about the world. You know, yeah. Which book, you know, chapters do you want to talk about? Yeah. And, what's what's speaking to you this week? Yeah, the RLEs. You know, what kind of situations you've been in, and this uh, all that goodness. So, um, nah, yeah, you won't hear this tomorrow. Today, today's Thursday. <laughs> we didn't do this yesterday. Nah. Uh, but no, hope everyone is having a fantastic Thursday. Um, yeah, Tim and I are in between uh, some podcast interviews right now. Uh, and we're like, well, let's uh, let's just throw down an episode. We have the time. We have the room. So let's do our tour. And we have the thoughts. As Andrew Jackson once said. What did he say? Let's do our tour. Huh. No, I, I don't I'm, know. I don't know. He could That would be an awesome poster. <laughs> <laughs> could have. I don't know. Mm-mm. Maybe I'm not making it up. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good. It's been a good, good, uh, good shortened week. Had some good sales meetings today and yesterday. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know you had some meetings. Those all went well, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting better and better every day because of my ability to ask questions. Oh, and that's good. My motivation to learn other people's what's going on in their mind instead of mm-hmm. telling them what's how I can help them right okay. away because they know a lot more about their story than I do. So. I feel like I've just been a lot more patient in my in my sales meetings lately, and it's starting to pay off. Especially after talking to Glenn just now. Oh yeah, Re- you know, resistance and patience. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, he was dropping some heat. I like the networking tip he gave. Mm-hmm. Networking event. Yeah. Connect connect other people at an event and yep. make two friends at once rather than making Let's one. Let's not give too much away. Oh, shh, shh, shh. but yeah, right. we just interviewed a guy by the name of Glenn Garns, and he was. Uh, all in on networking and how people are doing it wrong and and uh, well not wrong just he has different ways that have different results and just big on building relationships mm-hmm. and it was just that's coming out in a couple of weeks uh, so Glenn Garns that that was yeah he dropped some knowledge it was uh, every ten minutes I was ready to run through a wall or something so mm-hmm. uh, that was good but glad your your meeting was going well got some good good ones that are lining up to. Yeah. Be fruitful for you. Yeah, because at this point, I've been in the indie market for seven or eight months. I've been here since September of last year. So I'm at that point where I've got a pretty good pipeline, and I'm doing less like raw cold calling for the first time and Mm -hmm. more of like follow-ups with people that I was talking to months ago. I actually really do enjoy that part of it a lot more. Because, I mean, it is intimidating talking to someone for the first time, but once you strike up that initial relationship, it's so much more fun after that. Because at that point, you've, you've got your foot in the door, you've mm-hmm. gained their trust. Now, everything that you do after this conversation is a testament to how much they should trust you and, yeah. and, and follow up. Because that's, that's the biggest thing, man. Follow up and do what you're saying you're going to do. And now, I can, I can do that with the people I've already built relationships with. That's so. awesome. Cause like you said at first, it's like, oh, how's this gonna go? Which way? Mm-hmm. Which way? Uh, but yeah, it's, it's cool and it works out and it's just it clicks. Yeah. And it's like now it's fun. Like yeah. now we can we can really talk. Right. 
and that and with my one one year work anniversary april 30th so it's been about a year mm-hmm. that's the biggest thing i've learned is do what you're saying do what you say you're gonna do because yeah. most most people in my line of work do not like they they're just they got so many other things on their plate they're they're not organized with what they've written down about certain accounts and mm-hmm. they don't follow up and do what they say they're going to do. So, yeah, that's a dude, that's a big lesson that I've learned in my personal life, not just work. Yeah. Like at work, you know, for whatever reason, it's very easy for maybe it's cause it's work. I don't know. But, uh, you know, outside of that, I've been like, okay, I really need to hone in on doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there was a, a guy this morning at the gym, my guy, rich, uh, older gentleman. And, he needs to look into uh, some pomegranate extract and ask me where to get it because he knows I, I do the rehab, nutrition coaching, and I'm like, ah, man, that's something I'm not well-versed in. I was like, let, I was like, I trust very few sources with a lot of supplementation. Let me look into some, some things um, and see if maybe one of the sites that we use for stuff at the office, if we're getting magnesium, like we use you know, Metagenics. I have things from Thorn, like very highly trusted sources. I was like... I should be in here Friday morning, uh, a little earlier, but let me let me get back to you. I'll look into some things. So now it's like, I have to do that, and I have to show up to the gym on Friday. Now I have two reasons that I have to be there Friday yeah. morning. It energizes. Happy you. birthday! Yeah. Oh yeah. Birthday on Friday. <laughs> birthday tomorrow. Yeah. So I gotta be there. Oh, it's Thursday. Yeah. Friday is well, the day you're celebrating. Yeah. No. For no. Real, for real. This episode is Thursday. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Gotcha. My birthday is tomorrow, yeah. So uh, bright and early, start the day as usual. But then we'll we'll have a good time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Have a good time. But uh, yeah, that's that's one lesson where I'm like, man, do that, and that's a big step. Like, it just makes you what, memorable. Yeah, do what you exactly. Just hey, he said he was gonna do this. Wow, he really followed through. Okay, he's, yeah. he's my he's my go-to person now. Yeah, and you want to be the go-to. You want to be the go-to. Right. Because it's it's the easy it's easy to say words to someone mm-hmm. when they're right in front of you. Yeah. Because they're there. It's convenient. You can say whatever the hell you want. But it takes extra effort for you to behind the scenes go out and have the energy to do what you said you're going to do. Get mm-hmm. what he wants. Bring it to him at the gym. And that shows effort. And that mm-hmm. shows you actually genuinely care about him. And yeah. he's going to remember you for that. Oh, for sure. But it, yeah, it's just take the action. Mm-hmm. Like do it. Um, and and then it's yeah then afterwards it's almost that oh it it really wasn't that much effort or that wasn't that big a deal mm-hmm. but your little effort made that person feel huge you know it made them like oh wow they they're looking out for me like they got my back yeah you know so yeah that's uh I'm and, then the follow, that and then the follow up on that so next week mm-hmm. ask them how to work out for you yeah there's always another follow up oh yeah there well, always I, is. I usually ask them every other time i see them maybe it's like hey how's, how's your back holding up because that's mm-hmm. how i first uh started chit-chatting with him in the locker rooms he had told someone about his low back giving him some issues and i go hey man uh, couldn't help but over here uh what, what's going on with with the low back i'm a, I'm a i do rehab and He's telling me it sounded super muscular, and his doctor gave him something. Then he was getting looking for a cream. I'm like, ah, I just, and I told him, I was like, hey man, I deal with this kind of thing every day. Uh, come and see us. But it was some other reasons that he, he's like, ah, I can't right now. I was like, all right, fair enough. But I, I'd be like, Rich, how's the back doing? He goes, oh, not too bad today. But he's one, uh, uh, I'm like, how's Colin? I'm like, 
we're, we're hanging in, Rich, how, how are you? You know, you having a good day so far? He goes, Colin, every day is good. Some are just better than others. And I'm like, man, Rich, I'm about to go to work like this early. You're going to sting me like that, bro? Like, just dropping knowledge bombs before I get my day rolling. Like, I'm hardly awake, dude. But I was like, that's, that was good. I was like, good for you for always looking at it that way. Some are just better than others. Because mm-hmm. that's a tough one. But I was like, that's, that's what I needed to hear, you know. But, uh, yeah, my guy Rich. Shout out to Rich. Yeah. Rich Roll. The Rich Roll podcast. It's a good podcast. <laughs> Never listened to it. Uh, so, uh, dude, I was looking, um, looking through earlier and uh, saw this article on energy drinks. And I was like, ooh, let's see. Let's see what we got here. Because we've talked about it, and you know, I like, I'll cave for a lemon drop bang on a road trip or something. Bang, bang. bang. <laughs> you know, it, it just it complements the beef jerky in such a way oh, to where it's, it's just between driving on the road in the truck to the lemon drop bang, washing down some grade A beef jerky. Mm-hmm. That's What's your go-to? You have a favorite brand you go to for beef jerky? Of jerky? Uh, I'm kind of indifferent. I'm not loyal to one over the yeah, other. Kroger brand. Yeah. Three ninety-nine for the sweet and spicy. I just want mm. everyone to know that uh, Tim winked at me as he talked about Kroger, and I, I think he spanks his meat. <laughs> oh man. You ever seen that commercial? Did you just spank your lunch? <laughs> I'm not. I don't watch it on TV. Uh, but yeah, no. So. Uh, it was talking about, yeah, there's a, a good amount of caffeine, but it was also wary of people with uh, congenital heart disease, um, things where the, the lower valves on the heart may take longer to start beating again. Uh, they call it like a QT uh, syndrome. And so it said between how, how long, how much faster it can speed up your heart rate, like it could be almost lethal if not can be. Uh, so it was showing like caffeine and sugar content. And on the lower end, people are going to love that I say this, uh, was Coca-Cola uh, on their graph, like on the very like tip top, like monster, some stuff I've never even heard of. Uh, and I was like, man, just water, just do water, coffee. If you need the caffeine, do coffee. But, um, I, I do like a Red Bull here and there, but I thought it was interesting. I was like, man, so this this was uh, in the UK. And so they were just talking about the dangers of, of energy drinks and, and what to just be cautious about. And if you're going to consume them, do them intermittently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I agree with that. You know, I, I still like them here and there, but very intermittently. Mm-hmm. But What's your opinion on drinking energy drinks in combination with alcohol? Is it good, bad to do that? Because I've heard uh, I've heard both sides of the coin. I've I've heard people in college told me that it's not good for you to do that. Well, you're but doing people, think people of, do it all the time though. You're true, and, and you know a lot of people can get away with it too. Uh, I've done it, but the thing that you're doing is mixing your uppers and your downers. Mm-hmm. So you're telling your heart to speed up at the same time you're telling it to slow down. Right. It's going to happen if you hit the gas at the same time you hit the brake in your vehicle. You're fucked up. Um, so, I mean, and that's an extreme, but, uh, you know, there are mixes that could be a little riskier than others. Uh, that one, I don't do as much Tito's and soda, like the club soda, 
but uh, no, I get it. The man, a good vodka Red Bull. Come on, I get it. It's, it's, I mean, I've I've had it many times. I get it. Yeah, and, and you know, maybe it's to the quantity where it's not going to do too much, or you don't have to really worry about it. Mm-hmm. But you know, if it's pretty consistent, it's quite a bit. I could see that maybe serving to be a problem at some point, or just if you feel funky. I know I've talked to some people after doing a lot of those where they've been like uh, the next day, they're like, man, I, my heart is just like beating fast today or like like trying to get some air and like breathing really quick. Yeah. Like, man, what were you drinking? Like, oh, this and that. I'm like, well, that makes sense. That'll do it. That makes sense. Or, I mean, one could argue that maybe you stay awake longer, you can drink more longer. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, I've, I've done that mix and I get it, but yeah, something to still be still be cautious about, and and energy drinks in general. It's just you don't want to get hooked on it, right? Just one of the you know you don't want to be dependent on anything, really. Mm-hmm. But you know there are studies and and signs that too much can can be harmful in that in that realm. So yeah, I uh, thought that was interesting. I know we like our our bangs here mm-hmm. and there. Oh, that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, when our rains. There's another energy drink that's the same thing called rain. R e i g n. Ah, nice save, that. nice save, <laughs> nice save. Uh, yeah, but uh, the lemon drop, dude, it gets me. I had one the other day that was really good. Do you have the pink one? Is that what you had? Yeah, it was like froze rose. It's oh, like how was that, man? You it was fancy. Good, man. It Did you put your good. pinky up when you took a sip? To- oh yeah, and the cherry one too. There's like there's a cherry flavored one, like a cherry vanilla or something. Oh my god. The uh, the BP on the corner of Meridian and Troy, that gas station has literally every single flavor. Because I know some gas. Because I just like how you know the exact cross streets that has the most flavors of Bang. Exactly. Because I work in sales, I stop in many gas stations every day because I drink a lot of water. I, I stop in many a gas station. In no, my, I, I in do. My daily. I probably stop in like four or five a day either to to pee because I drink a lot of water or to yeah. fill up on gas or to 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 get whatever get coffee if I need to. Yeah. So I know the gas stations in and out every street, but most most gas stations have like only like like three to four flavors. But this one has every yeah. single one. Yeah, it's crazy. The uh, the marathon by my house does okay. Mm. That one has I don't know like maybe five flavors or so something mm-hmm. like that. They're pretty well stocked. Yeah, like go team. Yeah, go I team. stick with one, but go team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I uh, wanted to bring that up just because I was reading into that and I was like, hmm. So be be good one. People might like it. People might hate it when they listen to it. But mm-hmm. I know. I know. Shout out to my Red Bull, my Red Bull uh, friends that, that work for him. Still love the drink. Yeah. Well, if I'm going after an energy drink, I'm always going after the zero sugar ones. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna try to do. There's more and more that they make now for yeah. that because it's a it's a space that people are trying to get into. And yeah. I will say though, if I'm gonna do it like the OG Red Bull. Mm. It is really tasty. It's just a delicious beverage. Yeah. It is. If I'm being honest about it, mm-hmm. and we are, it's a tasty beverage. Have you seen, speaking of tasty beverages, the video with, uh, now that is a tasty beverage. I'm not. Oh, why can I not think of this? Uh, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. He used to have a, maybe he still does, a TV show too. And, uh, but he's got this YouTube video where he's trying all these different uh alcoholic drinks and he's like you know former wrestler big like 
mean dude, monster, and like super manly man. And so they have one, uh, he has a sex on the beach shot, and he goes, have you ever had sex on the beach? He gets sand and crevices he don't want, it goes everywhere. And then he's trying to, he's like, tastes like a big red pile piece of shit. Okay, so sugar diabetes. <laughs> they give him a beer, and he, he takes a sip, he goes, now that is a tasty beverage. So he's just shitting on everything. Then he just gets a normal beer and, and goes for it. But if you don't know Steve uh, Stone Cold, then, you know, smash the beer cans, mm. pour them. Man, you're giving me nothing on this one. <laughs> Sorry, man. I'm not, I'm not cultured, I guess. Dude, you're definitely not cultured. Cultured in the right areas. Oh, now I'm cultured in the wrong areas. But I'm not saying that's wrong. <laughs> I'm just, I focus on the areas that are going to culture me right. No, that's fair enough. I mean, it's an old video. I figured you would have seen it by now. Probably, but just, <laughs> I haven't. As most things you bring up with me, I haven't, usually haven't seen them. It's all good. I'll bring up the strange. The what? Strange stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you uh, do you see anything interesting this week? Yeah, I did read an article on uh, a website called Ladders. Okay, heard of it. it's a job search website for like higher end jobs. Okay, like CEO, CFO jobs. Um, and there's an article that talked about like words and phrases that make professionals look weak, like hmm. buzzwords that you say either in emails. Uh, in regular conversation and I found like a couple that I use that I need to get rid of. So the first one is just the word just like, I just want to speak with you about this. I just want to send you this. I just want to do this, which I, it's a filler word that's easy for me to put in on things. And Mm. I've been trying to remove it on things, but what it does is reason why it makes you look weak is it suggests that you're wasting someone's time. Huh, okay. Does that make sense? Because yeah. if I say, hey, yeah. can you just do this? It's implying that if they do it, they're they're like sacrificing time to do it. Mm-hmm. So instead of using a more active voice, it removes the just. So And you can do it with anything. Like, And I find myself still doing it, but I noticed that it does make me sound like more intelligent, more confident in what I'm saying when I remove the just yeah. from it. So okay. that's one. Another one is just sorry in general. Like, it's, it's good to be apologetic and, and own up to your mistakes, but don't say sorry. Just say, I'm going to make take the steps to make sure this doesn't happen again. Yeah. Replace it with that. Because sorry, you say sorry unless you actually screwed something up and like it, there's a time and place for it, but yeah. I'm talking about like overusing it. Okay. Sorry, like yeah. using it when it doesn't need to be used. So yeah. move on from that. And then another one I wanted to do is, uh, I hate to bother you, but... That, okay. That line. Yeah. So that also just like just suggests that you're wasting their time. Instead, saying when you have a minute, I'd like your opinion on blah blah blah. So okay. With that. Yeah. So don't use the word bother. I like that a lot better too. It's just amazing. Can you think of anything else? It's just amazing how like. Those, well, I mean that that just kind of reminds me of our talk about even email etiquette mm-hmm. within offices too. Like I would, I would say, when you get a free moment. Could you please take a look at this? Mm-hmm. Or just, uh, so that last one you had uh, reminded me of that because it's like you're being respectful of their time, but you still want them to do something for you. Mm-hmm. So it's like acknowledge that they're also busy yeah, and they're going to be doing you, you a favor. So I, I think that comes off a lot better when it's, oh, I hate to bother you. Then it's like, like you said, wasted time. Right. Um, it's like, hey, when you get a minute, I need you to look at this. Like, ooh. 
or I need your opinion on this because that shows that you value your opinion. Mm-hmm. I feel like using that has been the most effective for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm approaching a business owner, I'd say, I'd like to get your opinion on how well you think your uniform rental program is doing. And you know what? That person who you're saying that to, the two different ways you say it, there are two different ways of intent that they're going to do that process too. Mm-hmm. So if you say, uh, hey, I hate to bother you. Could you, would you mind giving me your opinion on this? Whenever you get a sec, like, uh, they're going to take a quick glance. Be like, ah, yeah, it looks fine. If you say, hey, whenever you get a minute, I really need your opinion on this. Because that, yeah, that gets a little level then, of then it's like, to it. Ooh, what, what do we have going on here? Like, this seems like a little bigger, yeah. bigger deal. They're going to look at it differently. They're going to mm-hmm. break it down and dissect the shit out of it and be like, hey, this is what I see. This is what I would do different. Mm-hmm. So even how you approach it is, is the outcome you're going to get too. Yeah, I like that. So, uh, no, those are, those are good points. Um, but, yeah, it, it's to, – to those – it's just again the root of all that we that we talk about understanding people, mm-hmm. being able to communicate, add that little extra effort within your your verbiage and how you're talking to to others. And it's just people don't add that or don't think that a few word changes is going to make all the difference. Because mm-hmm. we talk about delivery, how you deliver is is crucial. So, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That was uh, that was prime time. Yeah. Uh, those are good and an easy three too just a, just an easy three mm-hmm. uh, I remember that's a I watched a TED talk once and he was saying three three is the magic like Steve Jobs when he first brought out the iPhone he had three features three top features and it just he would intermittently say those three things again and it just plant the seed plant the seed by the end of it there was no other phone in the world mm. Good things just, coming through. So I'm glad you had three of them, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, man, I'm getting on some side stories today. Yeah, I like You're it. You're just making me think about a bunch of stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> um, so I've uh, also been reading um, Getting the Love You Want on the side of uh, Don't Sweat the Small Stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of cheating on cheating on uh, Richard Carlson. Sorry, buddy. I know. Cut that part out. Oh, no. But, yeah, no. Um, and And there's some things of, like, uh, we've kind of talked about it before, but but projection, uh, like what you project is what can be offered back to you. So whether it's your your attitude, your mood, a characteristic, uh, whatever it may be, uh, and and this book is specific to to couples and relationships, but uh, I think it can be applied anywhere to where how you're going about things. And this is something that I've been thinking about lately because. Uh, you know, I've been trying to get back on the horse and uh, to where it's what what kind of mood am I projecting? And, and I've seen days where it's not as great as others and I received the same. But it makes sense. It's like, how are you going to get jazzed up to be around someone who's just... Not jazzed to be there. Yeah, ha- ha- having a bad day or just not, not all in, mm-hmm. not energetic about it. You know, how, how are you going to be the opposite of that if they're not giving you anything? So I've, I've tried to be been trying to be more cognizant of that but man this book is it's on fire too so i have to watch my highlighting because i'll get on a on a pretty good roll of highlighting like oh this is good this is good it's like it's all good yeah i hate when that happens F- find find the, the with that, tidbits that you really really need and then those will be your notes but the like, whole page is highlighted 
<laughs> okay, here's how I cheat the system. My own system, of course. If it's too much to highlight, I'll get my pen and do like the the fancy swoop to where yeah. it encases the entire paragraph. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Don't don't do the highlighting marathon. Just yeah. jump jump the jump just the in gun. case it with with Short the pen out. and then uh, yeah then you well I I didn't highlight the whole thing mm-hmm. but uh, or I'll do an asterisk if something's yeah. really good, like a whole section if something's really good I'll I'll do one of those so mm-hmm. I know but uh, yeah that's uh that's one that you know from a book that I can apply real life to where it's like necessary. Mm-hmm. I mean the whole the whole thing. I wish I had months ago. Yeah. But phenomenal read, nonetheless, making me better. Right. So it goes back to you become what you think about. Yeah. You be and what you think about it is a big part of how you project yourself and mm-hmm. who comes to you and who you surround yourself with. So yeah, I appreciate you highlighting that. Yeah. But I didn't highlight too much. I use my pen. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to highlight. <laughs> uh, but yeah, how uh, how's your how's your reading going? Anything new? Are you in anything new currently that you haven't read before? Yeah, I'm finishing up the How to Get a Meeting with Anyone, okay. which I covered on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm in the middle of uh, HBR's Must Reads, which has a compilation of ten different articles. I'm kind of stuck on that one. I'm not really moving through it as quick because it's not like a beginning to end type of book. Sure. It's kind of like a reference book. Uh, but I've just do, I've been doing a lot of like article reading and stuff online lately whether it's on hbr's website or forbes or anything mm-hmm. like that ladder's website it's a pretty good it's like the monster of like high jobs so they got a lot of cool articles on there like I'll about check it out leadership and stuff um i'm considering getting reading the slide edge again it's a good book i read that again that's a good one uh, my uh roommate patrick gave me atomic habits which looks like a good one okay uh but yeah a lot of good stuff I'm reading. Yeah, Slide Edge, uh, man, I feel like that's one I should have in my annual repertoire of, of book lists. The PDF's read. online, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure. It's crazy that a book of that much value is yeah, for free online. But it's it's so, like, I don't know how he, how he wrote a book that long about the basic principle of, like, easy to do, easy to not do. It's like anything. If... If you're an athlete, the, the 100 push-ups and 100 air squats you do every morning, regardless of what you're doing at the gym that day, I mean, it's not always easy to do. It's very easy to not do, but it's one of those small things. Work up. Start with 20. 20 is easy to do. 30, you know. So it, it's one of those to where, or, or that extra 30 minutes of practice on your instrument, or the extra 10 free throws that you shoot, even though you, you're playing by yourself, like, just the extra 10. Mm. Someone else didn't put in five. And you put in 10. But it's, it's just the little extra. And we talked about this with, with Glenn. Was uh, just, just doing the, the small things with a little more effort. Like he started offering a, a free seminar to help uh, capture people and let them know what he's really doing. And then... They had, you know, they didn't have to buy his course anyway. It was a free seminar, but uh, then they saw what he was really offering. It's like just that little bit, and so easy to do, easy to not do. And yep. so, yeah, I'm glad you brought that one up. But that's, yeah, I think everyone needs that one too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've been liking that. Uh, what else? I've been playing guitar a lot more. Yeah, 
been trying to sing. I'm not the greatest singer. <laughs> There's a few things I can hit. Do you have a favorite song you like to play? Like ever or right now? Right now. <clears throat> uh, right now, I'm working on... Uh, well, not working on, but my favorite one to do right now is My Religion by Dirks Bentley. Uh, so that one I'm actually working on the vocals too as well. Uh, the one I like to play for multitude of reasons, but it's also one of the saddest ones, is I'll play Tears in Heaven by Eric Clapton. Uh, just because I, I love... I love playing it on, on the guitar. Uh, like I said, super sad, but it's a beautiful sound. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's probably one of my favorites of all time to play. But right now, yeah, I'm on some Dirks. Uh, been playing some Dustin Lynch, too. Uh, some Goo Goo Dolls. So I've been been across the board this week. But uh, yeah, getting after that some more. Took, a, took quite a hiatus from the guitar for a while. So changed out my strings, got back on it. Mm -hmm. Good deal. Glad you're back into it, man. Yeah, yeah. It's I forgot obviously, how much it's obviously I loved making it. you happier. Yeah, so I forgot good. how much I loved it until I started getting my calluses back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you got anything uh, anything big lined up this week or weekend? Uh, got two more meetings tomorrow. This weekend, I'm going to a grad party oh, nice. up in uh, Warsaw. My friend Christian graduated from Purdue. Cool. So going up there for that. But yeah, NBA finals start on Friday or Thursday tonight. Oh man, I've almost completely forgot about those. Yeah, been a little preoccupied. Yeah. Plus, it's just like teams that man, man, I don't really care. Like, if it ends up being a good series, I'll be interested. I'm if gonna be I'm gonna be depressed when this NBA season ends. I don't know what I'm gonna watch. Uh, See, I don't watch Netflix or anything. I just watch NBA if I'm gonna watch anything. So, well, gotta man, figure out something I gotta watch. Sounds like you're shit out of luck if that's all you watch. Looks like I am. You have to watch some. <laughs> Start Mad Men all some, over. Some 1984 NBA Finals Game 7 highlights. Oh, <laughs> Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird. All right, that's fine. I'll, I, I, I think it would be cool if they did a season with all retro uniforms the short shorts, the smaller tanks. Short like, short, yeah. I, I, think know, I mean, be, they do have the throwbacks that they wear, but I mean, yeah. they're obviously not the length or the style that they wear. Or if, like. Or if everyone had a retro home game or something. Maybe not a whole season, but like a home game. Just where you throw it back, you get the short shorts, a super mm -hmm. shiny uniform. And it's just, it's old school. Yeah. I don't know. I know a lot of players wouldn't like that, but... Mm. I don't know, I think it'd be cool to throw it back. Yeah, might as well, man. Um, yeah, I know, man, I don't watch the NBA as much as you do. Your knowledge of the NBA impresses me. I enjoy learning about it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you, you telling me you could tell the contract of any... Yeah, NBA I enjoy player. the business aspect of it. Yeah. Like, what players are going to do, like, what teams are going to do, how they move around players to make room for cap space, yeah. the free agents that are out there. This summer's free agency period will probably be the most exciting one that they've had in a while because they got so many free agents like huh. Kevin Durant, Kimball Walker, just a lot of, a lot of big names are going to be moving. Yeah. That's good. So yeah, be good. Well, should we? Uh, I think we gotta jump off here. Get ready for our next interview. Yes, we do. With uh, Mr. John Sparrow, founder of Go Oil. Go Oil. Go Oil. Who we talked about on this podcast reached out to us. So happy yeah, to get yeah. him on here. That's uh, that's super exciting. Uh, yeah. So we we talked about this this person's story and the business that that he started, and we we tagged him in our post, and you know we we, we tag a bunch of people we talk about in the posts on Instagram and. He reached out. He was like, hey, this was super cool that you guys talked about us on your show. And 
and uh, so yesterday we interviewed him. So it was, um, well, we're about to. You keep, like I, you, I, you I, love I, talking in the future. Tense. I keep going, you can just I, say we interviewed him on Wednesday. I keep going back and forth because I, I I just said we're about to. We'll cut that out. But uh, yeah, no, super super excited um, for that one to come out as well. Uh, man, just I feel like we we have consistent interviews. It's fun, mm-hmm. fun just talking to people too. Fun learn fun yeah. learning with people. Fun taking their knowledge and spreading it to our audience because people got a lot of cool stories that need to be told. So I'm happy yeah, we're man. doing this. Yeah, absolutely. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Uh, I know it's a little shorter one too. Um, wasn't as as structured, but hope you had fun hanging with us. Uh, listen, if you guys enjoy the show, uh, take thirty seconds. Go to uh, iTunes. Uh, look up Off the Dome Radio and Podcasts. Uh, leave a five star rating and review. DM us on Instagram after you've done so. Get us a good mailing address, and we will ship a Off the Dome uh, sticker to you for. Free for 30 seconds. You get some free stuff. All right, everyone. Thanks again.